Hey guys, awesome episode today. We have wedding talk, sugar babies, and porn. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. And if you're listening right now, I am in foggy London town. Oi, bruv. That's right. Hello. Did you say hello? I know I said hello. 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 Hello, governor. What you like a spot of tea? I like a spot of e. I like. I want to go there to not pronounce my consonants. You're doing your comedy, are you? I'm doing my comedy for the the chaps in foggy London town. You have a good accent. You, you're having a laugh. I'm having a laugh. Yeah. Shall you? Do you? Are you familiar with the English people? Uh, I just. You do it. Yeah. I, I, you hear you're good it. at that. I'm more like. I always do the, um, the, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm more of, chi- I would do a chimney sweep impression. Like, I got the chimney, governor. That's got, not even that you good. You got a pants for me, sir. Oh, my God. Shelby, you turn into an English person. Yes, yeah, Shelby, your, uh, your accent's very, very good, man. It's very if good. If I didn't know any better, I'd say that you were from there, and your accent now is the one that you're using to hide <laughs> the fake your one. English accent. Uh-oh, guest chiming in early. Yeah, a little early. Well, I, 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 I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Very excited to be here on a Tuesday with you. We're getting ahead, so you guys will have an episode. I got you, people. Don't worry. I got you for your Tuesday episode. But I'm in London right now. I'm hoping I'm having a, a cheery old time. I'll get on with it. Get on with it. I'm very excited for today's guest. Oh, I'm going to bring him right in. Out with it. A very, uh, a, one of my favorites, an OKP, Nathan McIntosh. Thank you for coming back. It's a beautiful day in Harlem, everybody. It is, right? Thank you for having me, man. This is great. Feather, Studio. <laughs> Feather Studios is pumped to have you, a capacity audience. It's packed in here. It's packed. You can packed. barely sit down. I barely got in. Play that foghorn. We got a great guest alert, baby. <laughs> Nathan McIntosh is hilarious. Um, if you don't follow him already, you're messing up. He's got great, I'll tell you this, what you can find at Nathan McIntosh on Instagram. He's on my Instagram right now, so you can find him and follow him immediately. Um, you got great stand-up clips up there. Hey, thanks, man. That people are going to really love and enjoy. Yeah, I got one about white women that's been floating around for a while. I got a lot of messages about it. Do you really? Yeah, 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 about uh, how white women have so much privilege they pulled themselves out of white privilege. I love that bit. I've heard you do that bit. I, I love watching Nathan McIntosh on stage. You have a J-Train seal of approval. Hit that seal, Shelby. Oh. Um, I, I take it every time. I take it every it. time. Listen, I love watching you on stage, and I think, you know, the one thing is, 
I know this audience. I hold them to my nipple every Tuesday and Friday, mm-hmm. and they suck for my teat. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're going to be, or already should be, a Nathan McIntosh fan at Nathan McIntosh on Instagram, and he has his own podcast called Positive Anger. Yep. I have been a guest on Positive Anger, so what you should do right now, get the Laughable app. Yep, the Laughable app. If this is the first you're hearing of it, the Laughable app. You can download that app, subscribe to me, and then you can listen to any show that I've been a guest on, and that can be your little bridge into what Nathan does on his podcast called Positive Anger. Yes. And I like Nathan because... He's a uh, a professional ranter like myself, and I think that's what the podcast is really. We all use about. a lot of words, maybe yeah. too many. Some would say, you know, I that's yell a lot okay. of things. No, I I'm I'm down with it too. Did it take you a while to it's get used to style. it? Style, because I did. You know, I'm still getting used to it. I think I'm still. I think I'm behind you, stand up wise, and being free with it as well, much. You- I'm good on podcasts. I, I enjoy. How I like coffee with J Train is the Patreon version of this podcast. The Patreon people really enjoy because I do 20 minutes every Sunday just talking about the week and getting annoyed at stuff and talking about how people bring guitars on planes and put them in the overhead space. And that takes up the space of four bags and no one gives a shit. Do you know what's another incredibly criminal thing to do on a plane? To get on, right? Mm. Not put a bag in the overhead, but take off like your Metallica hoodie mm. or some piece of shit fucking windbreaker and, yeah. and fold it and like it's it, gold yeah, yeah, and yeah. slide it in while there's still bags coming onto there, the plane. There's, there's, you said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. That's right. We're what forced, a great video that was, by the way. We're forced into a tube with demons. That's quite a video. What a great video. I love... When confidence, you someone has so much confidence that they're like they forget that other people have brains. Can we also get That's to some video, sort of we, point? Yeah, that the video the the uh, the uh, reporter running up on the uh, evangelical. Yeah, I forget his name. Us- he's using the the uh, literally people are like take this money for God yes. and he buys a fucking sixty five million dollar jet <laughs> that he needs so he doesn't have to fly in a tube with demons. At yeah. some point in time, can somebody go, hey man? Maybe religion is not a fucking real it's thing. A, well, listen. Maybe that, it's not a real fucking thing. But you're helping his problem. You're, How is that? Because they go, they don't think religion is real. The thing is, we, the problem okay, it's is. Gra- it's not, it is real. It's real in the same way that like the three card Monty is real. And that the fucking, <laughs> the cup game is real. But it's a grift. You, it's you, a grift. You can't punch too hard but then if you don't punch hard enough no one listens i'm just saying it's that's the problem though because you say that guy goes out and goes they're coming after our religion yep they say we're not even real and yes. then they go yeah here's my money it's the exact same you, thing you, you you can't come out and go because then if you come out and go yeah it's nice to have a community but you're giving your money to the wrong thing they would go I can't hear you loud enough. Yes. You know, it wouldn't be heard. This is the exact same as wrestling when mm-hmm. people say wrestling is fake and people go, no, it's not. They're actually doing it. Yeah. It's Both a- things are true. <laughs> Both things are true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Both like, things are correct. Like, I, like, I'm not a religious person, but when I watch people come together, like when I watch Jews die, 
Um, <laughs> I think what Jew, a I Monday think, afternoon that is. I think Jews die the best of any religion. How do well, get how, a life, Jews? That's right. How Jews. do they die? <laughs> they, I, I, now it's I have the opposite. To ask. Don't get a life, Jews. Get a life, Jews. <laughs> yes. Take my life, Jews. So how? How? Uh, maybe I don't know. So how does this? My understanding of it. This is. I'm obviously not the most. You know, it's not like I fucking. You know. You know, fucking have a rabbi sitting here, but yes, you I, do. <laughs> I rabbi. came on this podcast to tell you this week. I am now a rabbi. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about Rabbi Cohen, who sits in the corner of our watches. Every God, show. I love that guy. He's I don't know how he got studios. in. It's so packed. It's packed, but he's here. Um, if you looked at the studio audience here, people, it would just be like the clue board. Yes. Um, the, the so pressed against the glass. Yeah. If people's drool running down the windows, and there would be one rabbi. Um, <laughs> so you basically they they bury you very quickly. So if you die okay. today, you'd get buried tomorrow. Okay. And then there's a five day period called the uh, I can't believe I'm losing my mind right now. Uh, the shiva call. And that goes for five days where basically the family, immediate family, plops themselves down in one house and says, this is where we will be. Bring your tears and hugs and food. For five days. For five days. So then you, you know, Joe, Joe friend, you yeah. can come by and be like, well, I'm not going today, but I'll go. I got time on Tuesday. Yes. And you show up and you say hello and you go, I'm sorry. And there's a prayer done and then everyone eats and then you look at the shit in their house and you judge them and we, you know, at some point you fucking laugh and you have a good time. It's yeah. more of a have a drink, come and stay. It's and like then- a five day wake. Five day wake with gotcha. no body. Yeah. Got with no body. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's and good. If it's done at like the grandmother's old house, that's when all the family start dibsing on things they're gonna steal from her. Mm-hmm. So it's like a five day uh <laughs> so for the people visiting, it's five days for them to like do their respects. Yeah. And for the family, it's five days of like they're waiting at the starting line before the gun shoots off for them to steal all the you know expensive shit. I like it because at, at a regular wake, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess n- not a regular wake, but a, di- a, a wake that I've been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing to, There's nothing to uh, think about taking. There's just no. a dead person in a box. Wakes and, are uh, awful. Somebody talks about yeah. my, my, my grandmother uh, passed Wakes away. Wakes are awful. They're terrible. <laughs> They're crazy, actually. My, my, my grandmother passed away a few years ago, and uh, she was part of some religion. I can't even remember what it is. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> thanks, studio audience. <laughs> And um, and uh, somebody got up and talked about. They said Jesus more than my grandmother's name, mm. and I'm like, "Did Jesus die today? You know what I mean? Yeah. Can we fucking talk about Ethel?" That's right. Jews nail it. I'm telling you, the wake. No one knows how to dress for a wake. Funny, yeah. There's all people every, come in a lot of weird things. It's either suit or it's socks and sandals. Dude. I've never seen yeah. a range like jeans a wake with grease. There was like a mechanic yeah. that showed up. To pay then, respects to my grandmother. And then the jeans, the mechanic guy will be like, oh, no, I got jeans and grease. I'll put a tie over this. Yeah. Like, they'll, they'll do that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least there's, like, there's like shiva casual yeah. that people wear. But I don't know. I uh, But back to the subject of you either hit too hard. Yeah. You know, it's wrestling. It's, you know, that's kind of the world we live in. That's why this podcast is is for the people. Um, hey, I hear you, man. And I, I say. Measured, that's right. Measured conversation. Uh-huh. Without judgment, this is the no judgment zone, the no spin zone, and we're going to tell it like it is without people going, well, that opinion makes you a certain thing. 
I hear you. I'm in London right now. You said you're not a fan of London. Well, well, you know, London's sort of not a fan of me. Why? Uh, they don't like red-haired people. That and I know you no said this. no sense to Look, me. man, I don't care what you say. They got a couple princes that got red hair. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I've been. I was called a witch. I was called a ginger cunt. I in was the called street? a... Yes! <laughs> Come on, studio got, audience. Gotta laugh here. What the fuck? <laughs> gotta the, laugh here. Yeah, you know, well, these, some funny. of these people. This at, fucking rabbi's gotta get out of here. <laughs> Rabbi's dying I got right called now. a fucking witch. Why? Man, a well, witch. How did that happen? Because they don't like red-haired people. We are. Do you know that there's a book, right? Yeah. My my grandmother was a red-haired, and she would go up to other redheads and go like out of the blue, like we'd be in a restaurant, and she'd go up to other families of redheads and go, you know, we're the chosen people, and then Love it. just walk away. Love it. They had no idea what they meant. And then Love like, it. and then like, you'd see them like five minutes. I like. Is that because we have red hair? Love like, it. You know, like they had no idea. Love it. Part of, uh, uh, the, 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 there's a book, right? Called The Redhead Encyclopedia. Okay? Yeah. And it's a whole history of red-haired people, right? We used to get burned. We used to get thrown off of fucking cliffs. Mm. People thought we were from the goddamn devil. And England is uh, a part of that whole deal. That now, history. when you think England, you think, because you're like, they have a history of red-haired people. So you're, thinking, funny. you're thinking Ireland. You're thinking Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they don't but, fucking like but people. maybe that's why I'm getting confused. You're talking Britain. So I'm saying You're not talking England, you're talking Britain. I don't, I don't you know what you know what's embarrassing? I don't know the difference between those two. Who cares? I've I, you know, I went Do you know to, what I mean when someone goes the UK, I always go you ever say a word and you're like I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, so you say it softer the second time? Uh-huh. Like this morning I had to tape this Yahoo thing and one of the lines on for hosting it was apothecary. Yes, and okay. I was like, I said apothecary the first time, and I kind of looked around the room to be like, do they think I'm a fucking idiot? And then I repeated it. It was an, it came up again later in the script, and I go apothecary, and then they and then I like they go okay, let's do another take, and I go, am I saying yeah apothecary right? And they're like yeah, and I go, dude, I thought you guys were all sitting here being like this fucking idiot. Let's see how many times he says it wrong. You're, this is the perfect place, and you're the perfect man to tell this story sure. to. I had a audition at okay. CBS. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Studio audience. And <laughs> it, uh, it was it was playing a guy who was at a, a Jewish wedding. And so yeah. he was trying to fit in. So he's trying to use these Yiddish words. Sure. I should have texted you, you or some of the other Jewish people yeah, that I know. know. You know a few. I know a few. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bubbala? Is that Bubbala. the word? Thank you. Yeah. I looked it up. I Googled it how to say it. You know what the internet told me to say? Bubly. <laughs> So I go into fucking CBS, <laughs> yes. CB fucking S, and I'm doing blah. I go blah blah blah. Bubbly. The woman goes no. no. She stopped it. She just goes no, no. It is it is it is bubble. And I go, but the internet. And then I was like, well, this audition's over. <laughs> I just over. wanted to fucking leave. Bubbly. So I know exactly the internet, dude. Google said it to me. The I, robotic voice said to me a hundred times. Bubbly. You, you didn't call one Jew. It's I, not like you like you didn't just get here off the boat from Nova Scotia. I know, dude. I don't know. I fuck. I was like, I can do this myself. I'll look it up. I was just, you know what I mean. I was learning the lines. I'm an idiot. That is like that's a classic Yiddish funny word. I, I love the Bubbla. word. It's great. Yeah. Schwartz Mad talk drops Madden. it all the time. James Madden says it all the time. It's hilarious. Bubbas. <laughs> <laughs> he says he it. That's like his one of if, going on, if, if James Matter, hilarious comic who you should all get involved with. If there was a doll made of him, there that would be one of the things that like when you pull, you pull the it. string, oh, you would say. Back to England here, real quick. Sure. So they don't like red-haired people. See the, them the whole Scotland, England, yeah, Ireland, ri- Ireland rivalry. Yes. 
I mean, rivalry's putting it lightly. Yes. Um, makes sense for the redhead thing. It's also, uh, and this is just, I'm from Nova Scotia. You know, mm-hmm. we got some fog, for God's sake, but England's its own. London, holy fuck, it's man. It's kind of why I'm excited to go. I, I think I thrive in that type of weather. I love it, but the darkness all the time. The people drink there as well, as if they're in fucking grade eight. Nobody understands that. It's like every day they wake up. It's like 51st drinks. Every day they wake up and they go, oh, what is this? And they yeah. just keep drinking until they're fucking in the streets. You're like, you know what it is. You've been well, drunk for fucking 40 the years. The bars close at like 1 a.m. Yes, because McDonald's so as well. At 10, a, at 10 p.m. They have a late night menu. Yeah. There's two choices. It's okay. what I remember seeing sure. downtown London. You could get a fucking Big Mac meal okay. or you can get a fucking McChicken meal and both of them you can get the fuck out. You can't even sit there. Yeah, Get out. At 10. Take your bag. 10. Take because people just throw up. Here's your bag, pig. Get yeah. the fuck out. Yes. Yeah. Also, I'm not a big fan of the Beatles. I, 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 have, a, I have a fucking you, joke about it. I've talked about it. See, someone wrote to me, red flag deal breaker. You meet someone and they... So, uh, this I is call on bullshit on that red flag deal. Why? Oh, go ahead, sorry. Because well, it's, 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 you're allowed to not Twitter, like the fucking Beatles. I take the tweets and I answer the tweets as they come. Okay. And this one tweet was... You're dating someone, everything's perfect, and they go, I hate the Beatles. And I said, my response was, it's not about the Beatles, it's the fact that they hate the Beatles. If you say such a sentence, you are a narcissistic douche. Be, and not that's to say that wild. you are. No, that's wild. To say, what I'm saying, let me ask you a question. Are you allowed to say that you, that you hate a band? No. No. My reason, what are we talking about? you can't say you hate a band that is beloved by the whole world. Yes, you can. You no, because what you're saying is the world is wrong. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. No. You the way you say it is, I'm not really a fan, even though well, I know something. that people love them. You that, are a that's fan, okay. correct? You're a fan. I'm not a fan. Okay, well, let me ask you this. I'm not a fan of anything. Have that's my ever, job as I've a comedian. Not, I'm not a fan of anything. Uh, as a comedian, I stay, I, I stay out of it, and I go... I hear you. The, the house is burning. Here's why it's burning. I get you. I get you. Red flag. That's right. It's I'm, a, it's, I'm also a comedian. I hear so, what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I, don't, I get it. Republican, liberal, conservative, Democrat... Whatever you know, oh, hey, let me tell you something free, real quick. Not gluten free. Like I, right I, now, I have a post on my on my Instagram that is about V. I say the worst conversation is anything about your diet, vegan, yeah, keto, gluten free. It's all boring conversations. It's all shit that people talk about when they have nothing else to say. Because me, who has no dietary thing, I don't walk around going. Hey, I, I, I eat good during the week and like shit on the weekends and say I'm going to change my life on Mondays. Like, I don't say that. Yeah. So why do these people have to do it? It's because they have no personality. These vegans are now commenting on this post being like, it's not a diet veganism. It's a lifestyle. We're sa-. One person wrote they're a hero. Hilarious. As Saving a, the world for me. Look, as a card-carrying Republican, mm. I can say that I don't <laughs> like the Beatles. I can't even vote here. That's yeah, a stupid yeah. thing I just said. But I, I, so here's what you've never been a part of then. Because sure. if you tell I people you no don't like the Beatles, in, no skin here, the game. here's the exact, here's what, you can't tell somebody you don't like the Beatles, is what I'm trying to say. It, because they don't hear that. What they hear is you're a demon monster that needs to be burned. Yeah. I've had so many arguments with people. The Beatles are the dogs of music. And this is why they can fuck all the fucking way off. Yeah. Because a lot of people that like the Beatles, look, if you were there, They're I'm with you. They're militant. When, if you were born in 19-fucking-95 and yeah. you got a John Lennon t-shirt... I'm yeah. sorry, you can suck a dick <laughs> because you barely know what you're fucking talking about anyway. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. you don't know a lot that. of the songs, but you somebody told you the Beatles were the best band and you went, Yep. 
See, that, then I would argue you don't not like the Beatles. You don't like Beatles culture. I also don't really like the Beatles. A lot of it sounds not a good time to me. I like some stuff by uh, them by themselves. Mm. And there's a couple songs I like that I can hear that I'm like. It'd be funny if you're like, I'm a Ringo guy. <laughs> I love Ringo. Do you don't want to know love, why? Peace and love. Look, man, <laughs> Look you know, you know one reason. Every accent. They're great accents. Do you know one reason the Beatles fans can fuck all the way off to? Why they that? don't like Ringo. What was Ringo a part of? The Beatles, you ignorant yeah, fucking yeah. cocksucker. They always give they're him like, shit. They're like, the, I saw somebody, when, when Ringo went into the goddamn Hall of Fame, mm. somebody goes, oh, I guess anybody can get in. No, they can't. You posted on Facebook. <laughs> he was a Beatle. Yeah, they the say Paul fan. did his parts, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Shelby might be one of these people. I think Shelby's uh, one of these people. This is a very controversial Ringo's episode. Ringo's also been married to the podcast. same woman for like 33 fucking years, you Good know? For him. That has said something to me about someone. Absolutely. That to me is like not a crazy person. No. Like some Bond woman crazy. too. Have you seen the video of him not asking for any signed things anymore? I love that. What does he ask for? He says, don't send me the video of him telling his fans, don't send me anything. I'm not signing anything anymore. Well, I don't think crazy? that's crazy yeah, at all. The video is funny. It's hilarious. It is. I Because to me, I'm like, we don't understand what it's like to live as Ringo. No. None of us. And I do understand with social media that you go, enough's enough. The mailman, has, we've lost mailmen due to this. Dude, like, he's he been getting letters and letters and letters since 61. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of it's Let's letters do some and letters. We are, uh, I'm very. <laughs> First email, Ringo Star. <laughs> pumped to have. Nathan McIntosh here. Uh, Shelby's finding that video for us. Uh, we're all here. We got a great episode. We've done very controversial already. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's great to have you at Nathan McIntosh. Go find him. Go support. So funny. Um, we're sponsor people. 2019 Fab Fit Fun Summer Box is on sale now. Fab Fit Fun is a women's lifestyle subscription box that's filled with full-size premium beauty lifestyle and tech products. Treat yourself with items such as Isaac Mizrahi kimono with wow. fringe in the front and the back, green goo hibiscus exfoliating body scrub, a $30 value, and the Speakua cruiser Bluetooth wireless speaker so you can listen to more J-Train. I got to say... Mm-hmm. Fab fit fun this box. I wasn't like on board. Like you see the the, the influencers do an unboxing and you're kind of like, "Ugh, the type of I'm not that type of person." But I'll say this. They send me a box every time they do a subscription. Mm -hmm. And I give it I like what I do is I'll 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 wait to open it to my girlfriend's here, okay? And Jess, I'll kind of like poke it over to her. Like I'll like slide it over like I'm not even looking. Watching her go through it is the greatest joy of my summer. I really do enjoy because she goes through it like a raccoon. She'll she'll pull things out. Oh, so playing with the the lotions and the scents and the and the different in feeling the fabric against her face. <clears throat> and it's like and some things get kept and some things get tossed away. And she takes it if she doesn't like something, she throws it at the wall. And it's like that. It is the most animalistic thing. Uh -huh that I get to witness, and that's the beauty of the box, is that you're paying, and I think with the get, with, with the free money I'm giving you, um, you're getting $10 off, so it's $39.99, okay, for a box that has a value of over $200. And what you just described, too, is uh, Christmas. You just described it's somebody Christmas. gets their own personal Christmas. I don't know from Christmas, I know, but that's exactly that's what it Christmas. is. That's Christmas. It is an unbelievable purchase for the person in your life or for yourself. 
because you get this little moment where you find products that none of us are confident enough to buy for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You don't have the confidence. If you're sitting right now, you don't have the ability to go, I deserve a $30 scrub. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. None of us believe that. You do believe that you can get a $30 scrub from the FabFitFun box and go, this is something I'll take with me the rest of my life because now I need it. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of this box. And listen... You can discover new products. It's four times a year, um, something new for each season. You can customize it or let the amazing editors fill it up with great goodies. I like letting the editors do it because I think that's – take choice out of your life. Stop it. You're depressing yourself. You're, you're, <laughs> it's, it's just stop doing that to yourself. With Fat Fit Fun, you get full-size beauty, fit, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box, plus I'm giving you 10 bucks off. So listen. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. Retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Use coupon code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's coupon code JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. That's code JTRAIN for $100 off. They put an extra zero on this one. It's not 100 that's code JTRAIN for $10 off at FabFitFun.com. Get yours today. Bam, 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 bam. Let's get some emails done. We're really going to plow through these, Nathan. Is that cool with you? I mean, I, 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 well, fine. If we don't give out thorough answers, we don't give out thorough well, answers, but I'm the, here for them. I think we can, I think you know the show. Shelby's here to keep us on track. We know what we're doing. Do you have the video? Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear Which Ringo. Is the, oh, so this is Ringo telling his subscribers to stop sending him shit. <laughs> This is a serious message to everybody watching <laughs> my yeah, any great. video oh, that starts with this is a serious message uh, is hilarious. Yeah. And it also it's super close up to his face and then pulls back. Ken, he Ken Burns it. Yeah, it looks like he's a villain in a Bond movie. <laughs> That's who he's, he's married to a woman from a Bond movie. That's the the dream. Okay? I know. What was the one? Uh, the, 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 the spy, no, fuck, fuck. The spy who loved me. Is that what it's from? That's where she's from. Uh, let's hear the video. This is a serious <laughs> message to everybody watching my update right now. He doesn't Peace know where it love. goes. Peace uh, and love. Well, that's how famous he is. He goes. He doesn't even know where this is going. Now he knows he no. gets sent shit. Yep. He knows that social media exists, <laughs> and he goes, "This is my update for whoever." Yeah. Okay. Go. To tell you, please. After the 20th of October, do not send <laughs> fan mail to date? any... I love this Why the 20th? Date. Because, buddy, if you send him something to the 21st, he's coming to your house. It's coming Look over. at him. He's got a leather jacket on. He's going to He'll kill you. What if Ringo showed up at your door and was like, here's your fucking macrame back, you asshole. If he came to fight you, if he walked into your door and said, <laughs> what did I say, the 20th, and slapped you in front of yeah. your family? So that, yeah, let's go. Any address that you have. Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October. <laughs> Any address if that you that have. If that has a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. I'm warning you with peace and love, I have too much to do. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm a Ringo fan. Me no too. more fan video. mail. Thank yeah. you, thank you. And no objects to be signed. Nothing. Uh, anyway, peace and love, peace and love. Here's the thing. Love it, man. Like I, I said, I'm warning you with peace and love. Well, that's the thing. Love you it. know, we live in a world where you're... He... All Ringo cares about in that video is not being evil. 
Yeah. He's trying to say a very normal thing. Hey, I can't sign all this shit. I actually feel bad when people send it to me. I just want to let people know it's not going to get signed if they send it. Throw it out is my favorite part. I will throw it out. Here's the, pro- you know, well, here's the problem with the internet. Some fuck, we all get an opinion. Yep. So now you have to hear from crazies. A crazy could look at that and go, I used to be a Ringo fan. But then he thinks he's too good to sign shit for us. And he's going to throw my stuff away. And you don't even like him anyway because every Beatles fan hates Ringo. <laughs> what are you right. sending him? And Sign so, this Beatles record. I don't think you're a real Beatle anyway. <laughs> so the whole time he's just going, peace and love. Peace and love. Please yeah. know that I'm not evil. Please. Please. I know I'm richer Please. and more successful than you'll ever be in your Absolutely. entire life. Peace and love. Peace and love. They're so successful. He's he's the least popular and he still has like a FedEx truck <laughs> every day. Yes. Rid of shit. yes. Let's do some emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. So I've been seeing a guy for a little over a month now. I don't know if I should tell him I was an amateur porn for a gay porn company when I was 18. Bars. I'm 29 and don't think it's super important to tell him something that was so long ago in my past. I told my ex-boyfriend and he wished I didn't tell him. And some friends have said it's not important to tell guys. I would love some advice. Gives her Instagram for classic shelves lookalike. I have her pulled up right here. She is very pretty. Um... Nathan, what do you think? She, she did gay porn. So she did lesbian porn. Yeah, that's, you can just say porn. Porn, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shelby. She did porn without the dicks. Yeah. She's cute. Um, should she have to tell somebody she was an amateur porn? I would watch her porn. Uh, you know, if... It, uh, what did you guys... A lot of kids' pictures that... I mean, yeah, you said I'd watch her porn as you were staring at her child. I, I, it was, was very... <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a weird thing to... Weird picture to, to, yeah. to stand on. Um, does she have to tell a man she was in porn if it was with a woman? You know, you know, I, 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 why would a man be upset about that? I, the, I, the old boyfriend that wished she didn't, I don't know why he would say that if he, what really liked her. Yes, because that's it's like, why he's an ex boy. I was with a woman on camera. You're like, okay, you know? Yeah. I, and I think also like. You know, what saves her is like a lot of times and it saves. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But you ever have that thought of like, man, I'm so happy people couldn't take video from their hip pocket of me in college. Blowing a woman. Do do you know? (laughs) That's exactly what you're talking about. I'm saying like, (laughs) thank God that you ever have that thought where you're like, thank God Instagram stories didn't exist when I was in college. Yes. When Four so, Loco was when around. When Four Loco was around. Right. My heyday. So like <laughs> this is kind of like for her where she says I'm 29. So this was 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, like that porno clip would be more if it was put up today. Yeah. It would be way more available. Yeah. Now, it would have been on like E-bombs world. You would have had. Yeah. To, you know, But I'm saying like for him to search for this, the guy would go. Like, it, it, it's not going to be out there. This yeah, is what I'm saying. Let's just be you serious, know, like, too. It's going to be, any man is going to be more upset if you were in porn with men than yeah, with women. Yeah, that's fair. So if you're in a porn with women and it was also amateur porn, I don't necessarily know why a lot of men would be upset about that. Also, what's the, like, did she submit it to a porn site, like, to the amateur category? There's is a that, lot of ways it can get up there. There's yeah? also porn that shoots, like, amateur style. That's what I'm wondering. Like, I would say to her... You got to come out with it because it's a part of your life. No guy leaves you because you did amateur porn or taped yourself having sex at one point. Mm -hmm. 
That with guy a woman. was leaving. We got to stress with a woman. With a woman, but, it, with but a that woman per- is almost like it didn't happen. That person was leaving you, anyways. You think so? And they were just looking for a reason. Yeah, that's a weird reason to leave. But uh, it's a weird reason. To leave. That's what I'm saying. So like, if you tell this guy and he goes, "Oh wow, I would just be open and honest, answer any question he has." Yeah. Um. Don't be surprised that now this opens up a new door for him where he's like. Well, now I can admit to some things to myself. Like what what I would say to her is like you should come out with it, but understand this kind of lets a guy be kinkier. Well, he's gonna be like, well, I mean, if you fucked a woman on camera, you could fuck a woman in my house, right? Yeah, we can all. Yeah, this opens up parts of his brain. Oh my god, absolutely. That the parts that we all want open. Yes, the part that every man wants open. You've sucked a woman. Can I watch uh, that? She looks like the. In uh, the Water Boy, the woman, the girl that that's oh wow, she so does, good. but with uh, like a less a normal looking mouth. If that yeah, makes she sense. is. She uh, truly does. She really does look like her. The Water, water bo- the Boy, water, the Water Boy's water boy. love interest in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety. Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. So, <laughs> great movie. J Train Podcast <laughs> at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. People think I'm a sugar baby. I don't know what that means. Okay. This has kind of been in the news lately, sugar yeah. baby. What is stuff, a sugar right? baby? I know sugar daddy, Shel- sugar Shelby mommy. knows these. It's like uh, you're you have the the rich usually a guy that pays for your shit and sometimes you fuck him, sometimes you don't. No, I got you. Okay, so a sugar a sugar uh, uh, somebody that uh, got you. Somebody that has a sugar daddy is known as a sugar baby. Yeah. Love the podcast. Faithful You Up listener made my way over to J Train a few months ago and binged the whole thing. Wow. And all of your Bachelorette IG stories, uh, LOL, no shame. I'm one of your LA listeners. So will you please do a show in L- uh, LA? I have a ton of girlfriends. <laughs> the, the, the way she wrote this email, I want to turn it off right now. Because That's it's, so funny. You know when an email doesn't format to your email page, so you have to scroll yes, to the yes. right? And seeing you try to read LA from, I mean, from a person, I can't see the email. I so for t- you to go L. So this, this email might be 7,000 words. I wouldn't know because I have to keep scrolling oh, right. Well, how did this happen? I don't how know. I have a ton of girlfriends. I would love for me to come. Looking forward to seeing your You Up Live LA show later this year. Okay, cool. Um, now we have to scroll. Oh, it's all like a typewriter. You got a typewriter in. <laughs> you got to do Andrew Carnegie here, for God's sake. So, thanks to you, I was able to snag me a boyfriend recently, and something I didn't initially see as being an issue is now becoming all I can think about. So, I'm 26. My boyfriend is 36. Bars. A bit of an age uh, gap, but I normally date older guys, but uh, he's the best. He's the oldest I've ever dated. We met on Hinge and hit it off immediately, and he asked to make it official after three months of dating, and we have been known each other for over four months now. So I've always... Uh, side note, do you think this dating timeline is a red flag? A couple of my girlfriends said they thought it was too fast. What do you think? Three months? Yeah, that's not too fast. No, fun. Jesus. That's, fuck. that's actually more normal than six months of like, what are you, what am I? Yeah. You know, like three months is when you start to go, I pack it up. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it, no, three months, months of like is... three months becoming boyfriend, girlfriend is totally normal. Yeah. Three months of not being boyfriend, girlfriend. That's totally normal, too. But at three months, you're going, all right, start packing up the uh, loose ends here. Yes. Start putting away. Start putting some text. Uh, start not responding to some sex yes. from people that you used to respond to. Absolutely. 
Um, so I've always been told I have a baby face and I aggressively get carded uh, when I go out aggressively. because I'm <laughs> and I get aggressively carded when I go out because I'm always told by hey, security. Lady, where the fuck are you going? Get back here. <laughs> then I look 18 and 19 years old. I'm also pleasant, uh, pleasantly petite at five two. My boyfriend has a lot of gray hair in his beard, like 80% gray and gray hair in his sideburns. So he looks like he could be in his forties in his grayest days. I can't help. Uh, but notice the stares and whispers we get sometimes when we hold each other's hands, hugs, uh, public, in public, particularly from other women. Because I look like a teenager and he's super gray, I feel like some people think we have 20-year age gap and then it, rather than a 10-year age gap and they assume a sugar daddy arrangement or that he's a perv. we're also interracial i don't know if that matters but just giving you all the details so that you know it's not all in my head please see my real life examples below what do you mean here they are i think because of the picture that's why i got they actually look like normal here i don't think he looks that much right well yeah 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 no it doesn't Oh, oh for fuck oh fuck i need her email to be better cropped um, um, wow, what is that? What is this? She sent like the full size pictures. Jesus. I mean, oh. she's very cute. Yeah, she does look young. She looks younger than you. She, you, she does look young. She looks young, but six, I don't but, think. But no, they don't look in, They don't look insane. This isn't crazy. That's not crazy. This picture a little bit like the one below it is a little bit more normal looking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's just a couple. This one kind of is uh, a little bit like student teacher. Like, teacher's like, hey, we're going on a field trip. And she's like, oh, I love you, Mr. whatever. She writes, example one, after showing our Ds at the door at a bar during our second date, the bartender came up to us and said to him, I'm going to need personally check her ID again because you look like you're robbing the cradle right now. Jesus. He was totally not joking. Looked me like a sad, concerned father. Example two, we were standing in line at the mall. The mall doesn't help you. You don't have lines either. What? Yeah, and a girl that's about my age pointed at me and whispered to her friend, "Oh, sugar baby, LOL. This is when I started to become self-conscious. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's, a, little, that's a little much. Uh, that, I, I'm that, with you. That's also like kind of like the movie um, Waterboy. You know, you're, you're audibly <laughs> hearing people pointing with, sugar baby. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I don't think you're a sugar baby or have a sugar daddy unless you acknowledge it like I I knew yes. somebody in college she had a or I, we were, she was in college she had a friend who had a sugar daddy mm-hmm. and he would like come he was obviously an older guy well knowing you this is this is different where she's like her problem is she she doesn't want people to think think yeah. that, that that's like, what's going like, on and I, I agree like you own what you got but like she writes question one how much should I care about this I I it sucks. It sucks to be judged by society in any way. Like I've had, you know, it's it's also sucks to be like, you know, and they're also an interracial couple. If I was in an interracial relationship and someone was like, ooh, you know, every time we walk by, I'd be like, yeah, you're fucking idiots. Yeah. Like go I, fucking mind your own business. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's, it's something she needs to necessarily worry about. I think one question she might want to ask this guy is at 36, you're very gray, right? Yeah. What have you seen? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> did you grow up in a haunted house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did is you he fall so through gray? a mine shaft? Were you? Did you live inside of a sewer and didn't think you'd get out for years and years and years? Yeah. She writes question two. Should I talk to my boyfriend about the comments I've heard and if it's bothering? Uh, if it's bothering me. For context, I'm an engineer, so that sugar baby comment hurt because I busted my ass getting my aerospace degree. Damn it! And I wish someone was paying my bills. 
Question three. Can I ask my boyfriend he would consider dyeing his hair? Oh, uh, I can, I, can I stop you there real quick? Sure. I was kind of fucking around about his being gray. I yeah. don't think he's as gray as... Really, I was taking... I was talking about what, how she referred to him as... She kind of talked about him like he was fucking Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, you yeah. just look at him, you're like, he, he's, I, he's not. not. He's, he's not. got some gray in his beard. He has a little gray in his beard. That's it. He's not, he's not what you think you're looking at. I don't think... She's putting a lot of weight into what other people think. Yes. And I think, like... You know, I kind of think these things are like... It, the it, they are like douchebag detectors. Mm-hmm. Like if someone like it's kind of like when someone I'll, I'll I give this uh, example for it, not to get too Jewish on this episode, but when someone when I say I went to camp as a kid, I went to Jewish summer camp, and they go, "Oh, you went to Jew camp?" I go, "Ah, you stink!" Like I just like totally. I, I, your your whole thing stinks. Absolutely. For her. You know, take the positive of like when someone says that to you, look at this sugar daddy. You can go, oh, they're immature and someone that I wouldn't even want to speak to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's the you, same way I feel when I say to somebody, I don't like the Beatles. And they go, you don't like <laughs> the Beatles. And they start naming the, ba- the yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the you're like, oh, this isn't going to be yeah, you're garbage. a fun inter- <laughs> interpersonal relationship for Absolutely. us. And I think for her, like, you like the guy. You guys are attracted to each other. That's the only thing that Absolutely. really matters. Like, yes. You're not going to get into... And also, people card you and you go, yeah, here's my ID. What are you talking about? I would even do this. Like, I, I think the move for her is to go, I don't know, what's a sugar baby? And then they can explain. And then you get them explain. They go... And it, like, if someone's really being... An, like, that person carding you going, I got to really check this one. It's like, why? Yeah. And then you get them talking and you go, what do you mean? And then also when you find out she's 26. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You, you got to go, I mean, apologize. What? Yeah, right? when it, you have to why someone to get them to explain. Get people talking. Yes. The more people talk, the dumber they sound. So when someone says to me, like, well, like when someone does a joke to you and mm-hmm. you don't want to play along, you can make it really fucking annoying for them. Absolutely. So you go, when they do the sugar baby thing, you go, well, what is that? I've never heard of that before. Yes. And then they go, well, that's when an older man, you know, pays for the lifestyle of a younger woman. You go, what? People do that? And they go, yeah. And and they start laughing because they're uncomfortable. They go, I I know, like, you know, like a guy who's a creep, uh, has a a younger girl. And as they say it, they go, they start hearing themselves sound like an asshole. Yeah. They start, it's like the definition, the word softens the, the disgustingness of the definition. Like the sugar daddy baby thing, I'm like, that's a dangerous, not a fun world that I would want anyone to be in or feel like they have to go into. No, it like, sucks. It sucks. So it, sort of, if you're at the line at the mall, right? And somebody goes, oh, look at that sugar baby. You go, oh, yeah? And then standing 69 right there with your, <laughs> with your man. I told you! Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I just think like for her... You have to ignore. I don't think dyeing his hair is even going to help no. you. Uh, I do think you should mention it to your boyfriend that's a, that you've made felt uncomfortable and like that you don't like it. I think that's I think okay. she has mentioned it to him. That's okay because they've been they've been in a situation where you know together they were like, talked to. Like you could say, did you hear that guy? And they'll go, he'll go, what? They made a comment about our age difference, and yeah. then he'll go, what? That's fucking crazy because your age difference isn't even that crazy no. to me. Thirty six to 30, uh, 26. I'm 34, my girlfriend's 26. That's the same to me. Yeah. You know, so I wouldn't worry about that. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. We are sponsored people. 
There's another sponsor, Upstart, baby. As most of us found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out of debt is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending program that knows you more than just your credit score and offers smaller interest rates to help you pay off high credit card debt. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit card worthiness. Here's what I'll say about Upstart. I think this is a great way you should be working on your debt, okay? If you have debt, that should be a part of your daily financial plan. Um, It is something that can bury you. If you can find better rates and you can figure out a way to combine debt and figure out a way to make it so the payments are easier or more streamlined, that is a great way to improve your life. Upstart believes you're more than just a credit score. They believe in you and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part, once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next business day, the next day. Over 200,000 people have have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, and fund their weddings or to make large purchases. I would say this, if you have a credit card debt, that's that's the one that kills you. Uh, Upstart's the way is the way to go. Any way to get that rate down and pay it off quicker, Upstart's a great way to do that. Free yourself from the burden of high interest rate, interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. That's huge. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over three hundred business businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to start Upstart to Upstart.com slash JTrain. That's Upstart.com slash JTrain to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit score. That's Upstart.com slash JTrain. I mean, at the very least, check your rate. See what it would be. See if it can help you out. Uh, these are adult issues for childlike people. So I understand the listeners here. We, you know, we all are acting like children with real adult problems. Uh, debt is an adult issue that you want to make sure you're taking care of. So go to upstart.com uh, slash JTrain. Get that taken care of. Podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more? Uh, 40, we're at 43. Oh, we got time. Let's do it. If you're not trying, you're dying. Like it. That's a strong headline. I'll get right to it. I'm 26 and I've struggled with confidence and body issues since sixth grade. I work towards an ideal, uh, idealized body that probably won't bring me happiness, but the journey is bringing me confidence. My friends say I carry myself differently and I seem healthier. I've attached some before and after photos. Okay. It's a dude. Lost a significant amount of weight. Yep. Looks great. Yep. Added tattoos. Like it. From 2014 to 2019, he's lost a ton of weight, dyed his hair. Got more tattoos. And got more tattoos. So just telling the listeners. Lost his glasses. No glasses. His fucking, the tattoos blew the glasses right off his face. Right off the face. The hair, he dyed his hair blonde and the glasses were like, I can't be here anymore. And they left. That's right. I I play the numbers game with dating apps and also have the confidence to approach women out in the real world. I'm not a club bar person, so I usually, uh, so it's usually during the day somewhere I'm playing, uh, getting to the point where I'm so exhausted from dates and phone numbers that lead nowhere and even tired of the ones that end up in sex. I hate the J- JBY advice, just be yourself, because it seems like something people say when they have no real advice to give, because how can I even be anything else? I guess my question is, how can I, can I meet someone I actually vibe with that reciprocates my att- attraction? Pretty sure Socrates was trying to figure this shit out centuries ago. I forgot that it feels like to be genuinely de- desired by a healthy woman. Maybe the fact that I'm even writing this email is why women lose attraction. 
I can never seem to keep a woman's interest, especially if I'm competing with every dude in their inbox. But to write it off as maybe she's just not right to me, right for me, seems like a a negation of responsibility on my part and a externalization of blame. Part of me blames my body for not being ace. What's ace? I guess like great. Great. The best. Um, What gives? I work two jobs, go to school for psychology. I'm a musician and well-read. Whenever I meet someone I like, it's apparently never reciprocated. What do, what do I do? I know this is very ambiguous, and I apologize, so maybe I just want a pep talk or some guidance. Thanks, Jared. Uh, this email is making me emotional. Um, and he gives his Instagram and all that, but what do you think? I mean, first of all, dating, everybody talks, dating's hell, huh? It's not easy. Because everybody talks about it as if it's literally, you know, one of the worst things ever. It's not easy until it's easy. Yeah. And I, I know that's like... I don't want to give the advice that he's kind of sitting in where he's he's already negated the advice that you would give to someone like this where it's like you need to be more yourself. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, I'm being myself is what he's saying. I would say and here's his Instagram. He gave this. Yeah, he's got, I mean, oh, the glasses are back. The glasses are back. Um, it's very curated. I'll say this about his Instagram. Um. It's a lot of, there's a kind of, so then um, he has some inspirational shit going on in his Instagram too. Are you reading this? Yeah. Um, Can I say, maybe this is just me. So what do you think? Nobody should post anything inspirational. Yeah, I agree with you. Nobody. And I'm, I'm talking like from the rock down. Yeah. Nobody. Just be an inspiration. Live it. Live it. Live it. Um, the, these th- these quotes and these things are like, what are we talking here's about? Here's what I would say to this guy. Because reading the email, there's words that pop out to me that tell me. I, it's almost like I can't put into words what I would describe him as. But there's things that pop out to me that he wrote. Okay? Yes. And I think he's a good guy. I think he wants to be better. The, this email is... Is aspirational. He's he like, almost, he seriously does seem like a person who does nothing but try to better themselves. Yeah. In the last bunch of years, well, you know what I mean? He's, he's this done is my, so many things. That's kind of what I was thinking is like, dude, you got to be easier on yourself. Yeah, like, that's, yes. You know, like he wrote in his email, and if you're hard on yourself, that means you're probably hard on other people. Absolutely. So when you give yourself, when you write, um, I work towards an idealized body that probably won't bring me happiness. Those, that is a sentence that I'm like, dude, fucking relax. That's like the end of Clash of the Titans <laughs> when the Kraken opens right before it eats the town. They're like, I worked on this idealized body and it never brought me happiness. And then like, dead. But also, what's an idealized body? What are you going to tell me? Yeah, there's not. There, there's Look no, at yeah. Jason Momoa, you know, puts on some pounds and people go, it's a dad bot. Well, no, we discussed it. No one said that. But I'm saying... Yeah. My idealized body, like to me at, at 22, my idealized body was like abs and chisel, yeah, whatever. They say the, the when you have the six packs, they're all they're doing, they're eating like so much water and no carbs. Like, yeah. You can't keep that well, up. Well, that's the thing. Like what's the, my idealized body at this age is not abs. It's t-shirt fits nice. Absolutely. Look no, decent in a t-shirt. Look, look decent in a dress shirt. That's all I look want. Look good in clothes. That's all I want. I'm with you. That is all I want. And yes. good to me. Yes, so yes, this yes. is the other thing. You, have you and me ma- have different body types. We're going to look different t-shirts. But we both look good in a t-shirt. That's what we want. Yes. So this is what I'm saying to this guy. 
You have this whole checklist of how people should be. You even write, I play the numbers games, David. Uh, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm like so exhausted. Um, my, how can I meet someone I actually buy with? That no 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 I'm uh ladies and gentlemen we're finding a specific part of an email right now I forgot what it feels like to be genuinely desired by a healthy woman who are you to say what is healthy what is not so I mean he means mentally I'm assuming they're mentally healthy everyone's fucked up yes everyone has their own and it's really two fucked up puzzle pieces that fit together to make a real relationship yes it's your parents fucked you up that way my parents fucked me up this way wow who would have thought someone fits my fuck up absolutely that's all life is is finding people to fit your fuck up yeah because all of us are imperfect so to me, like, I get a vibe, and I'm not saying I, he wrote in, so he's asking for us to talk about his email. Um, I think he's a good guy. I think he's a little bit miss, I think he's, like, kind of following a very religious ideal. The idea of, that it, you, you, you get the hair, you get the body, you get women. Yes, and then he's going to tell other people on his Instagram via quotes that he wrote, or that, you know, from people, you know, the art of loving. Nobody like, should ever. I mean, it's just me again. Nobody should post quotes. Yeah, no I, quotes. I no get posts. why, but like own the quotes. Like, like I like. Listen, I've listened to inspirational shit myself, and I listen to it and I go, yeah, this I like, yes. this I don't like. This yes. is kind of a way that I something a mantra that I could repeat to myself. Absolutely, to through but every yourself, day. myself, yourself. This is to me when someone's unhappy. Yeah, they try oh, yeah. to they try to tell everyone why they're unhappy, too. or they try to fake it with like, "Oh, I, I'm I'm doing good. Look at my quotes." Yeah, like, but you're broken. I think it's okay to be unhappy a little bit sometimes. It's also okay to say, "Hey, you know, you can be happy and imperfect." Yes. So, which is the only way that you're ever anybody's ever happy? Yeah, I, you can't I, be fucking perfect. There is no goddamn perfect. And what to do? I think like having a little bit more empathy and being. Sometimes people say these quotes and like say these like love yourself shit to not really be vulnerable. They think that they sound like vulnerable people, mm-hmm. but they're not. So they'll go in a world love must be the narcissism of our lives, and you're like, well, that sounded that had a lot of big words. That sounded deep, um, and then you're like. Yeah, but how you doing, man? And they're like, but in the 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 the, the quote told you. I how love I'm doing. like we we go through it a decent amount. I'm I'm sure people do a lot at their jobs too. Mm. In comedy, you ask somebody how they're my favorite thing. You go, hey, how you doing? They go, ah, I got these shows, I got this, I got this, and you go, yeah, yeah, but how are you? And yeah. then they go, I, I, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. Awful. Fall apart. <laughs> they just fucking die. <laughs> they the can't man. tell you how they actually feel. Yeah, comedy. Comedians have these very honest conversations. Like I think also because we like did open mics and you do you have jokes that fail that come from a very personal place that we all witnessed. So you can't like like it's interesting to me. Like I'll see people and we'll be talking. They'll go and they'll say go oh well you you know deal with weight shit and they'll know shit about me comics. Yeah, that I'm like we've only hung out for a couple hours in our lives, like in the combination of all the times we hung out and they go, yeah. but they know me on a different level because they've heard me say things into a mic yes. that I'm like trying to make funny that aren't funny. They're just honest truth. Yeah. Yeah. And for this guy, I think being a little bit more honest with 
where you stand and who you are. And I think also, like you said at the top, like ease up on yourself. Yeah, be a little easier. You're being we a all, little tough. We all, you know what? I think we could all probably learn to be a little bit fucking easier on ourselves. Absolutely. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Nathan McIntosh. Let's do another one. Well, I love these. Um, what a guy calls dibs on you for a wedding. Feather, feather, and all the usual cue of the great work. Emailing because my brother is getting married next month. Uh, and about two weeks ago, one of his college friends DM me on Instagram to chat, quote unquote, but very obviously bringing up the wet brings up the wedding. He and I never dated or hooked up, and the last time we talked was last summer when he was in town and tried to organize drinks, but it didn't work out. For context, I'm on the East Coast and he's on the West Coast. So this guy has tried to get with this girl. In the past, his his uh, his brother, his friend, brother's sister. getting her brother's getting married. It's the brother's sister, and then this guy Instagram DM to chat. Is he a friend um, of the brother? I'm sorry, did I mess that up? Is he? he I think so. Yeah, he's a when of the he brother. DM'd me, he said how he was excited to see me. Was bummed we never connected last summer, and even was so bold as to ask if I was dating anyone. I'm single. Fast forward to a week later during a summer holiday and him drunkenly messaging me how he's always been interested in me, among other things. He's coming to the wedding and my friends were joking how he's calling a very early dibs on me for hanging at the wedding and is really putting in work for the hookup. I agree. It's a lot of he put the hard hat on. (laughs) Full disclosure, I'd absolutely be interested. So him reaching out was definitely a plus to having no plus one to bring. Now comes the question of, would he truly be only interested in hooking up due to being friends with my brother, knowing my family, etc.? Although, what mid-20s guy wants to pursue a cross-country romance, although he'll be moving eventually? And I'm internally battling with, if, we're, if we were to hook up, how will he perceive me depending on how far we go? Would love to hear your take. Uh, also, would be honored to hear a celeb lookalike uh, from Classic Shelb. Also, a tick... She attached a pic of the guy for context. She is very cute. Here's her. Um, Shelby's taking a once over. Nathan, what do you think? A celeb lookalike? This is only Shelby. Well, I'm asking about the email. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, so first of all, she's talking about, she's asking about. um, uh, She's very tall. Yo, look out. Wow. Sorry. We went from kayak pictures to yikes. Yeah, she is. I wasn't ready for that, J. Train. model I thought we we were just looking at pictures of a woman kayaking, and then it became, I mean, holy fuck. Listen. Yo. She looks like Allison Williams. She does. Hit that bell, Shelby. Classic (laughs) Shelby nails another one. Classic Uh, (laughs) Shelby nails another one. Right? I don't know who Allison Williams is, but... I mean, do you're about you have a date to your brother's wedding? I mean, bam, 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 bam. She also is the type that you'd want to like get ahead on. Oh, Allison Williams, that's hilarious. It looks just like her. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. She does. She does look like her. I mean, my God. And here's the guy. He is no schlub. No. He looks like Hitler's wet dream. Yeah, he's ready to fuck. This yeah, guy. this guy is like Nordic hot. Yes, yes, he's uh, yeah, rock hard. I mean, uh, look at this guy. This guy, that's a shirt. 
That's yeah, how you wear a fucking shirt yeah, right he's, there. He looks great in a shirt. Killing I, that shirt. He looks Look at like that fucking guy. That the half crop. You can see that. Yeah. The half crop guy looks like a fucking idiot yeah, compared yeah, to this. Yeah. this. Seven foot nine. Yeah, this chest is, like a dick. Look at this Ivan guy. Ivan Drago's grandson. He's Drago. This is Creed two. This is Creed two. This is Creed three. Wedding. He should have been. Creed two, Creed Drago three, son. wedding. Yeah, Creed three, wedding. He's coming to knock out that puss. What do we? <laughs> what do we? Think? Well, I mean, what was the whole thing? You're so like, she's like down. Yeah, but the pop- Wait, who's not down? I'll tell you this. Yeah, I, I'd watch these people fuck. Uh, you know what I mean? I, we we should talk to the first girl about that amateur porn. Absolutely. How do you get this set up? This I this mean, guy climbs. Mountains. They, yeah, the they, other ladies kayaking with fucking they ninety bo- inch or ninety foot legs. They both have height. They are going. Oh God! I want to throw her an alley oop. Yeah, I, I think um, both of them. Th- this is the to each hottest other. sex ever. But <laughs> her point is, yes. I'm down. Yeah. She, but what will this? You know, what are the prospects going forward? So she's basically saying, like, you know, what. What happens at this wedding? Yeah. How do I play it so that I don't disrespect? I, I think also her question, she's not asking it, but I would be wondering, how do I not disrespect my family? Like, I'm not going to be on the dance floor making out with this fucking Drago guy. I think everybody would be fine with this. Yeah. I don't think anybody <laughs> would be upset. Even a grandmother would be like, look, you're hot. Mm-hmm. That guy's fucking rock Gorgeous. hard. Yeah. But I mean, this guy, this guy, it's his, it's his friend's sister, and he's kind of been like messing her for a, a, a couple of years. He's pursued. Yeah. You'd have to be a real criminal piece of shit, right? Yeah. To be friends with a guy and just fuck his sister and be like, I'm out, dude. Peace. So yeah. I don't think, I think but he's like, he you know, does have the built in escape clause of it's the cross country. Um, what, but here's the thing I, I call it the. Um, I call it the uh, the miserable billionaire. It's when guys like come after a girl and then they get it. Yes. And then they go, oh, I'm too busy. Uh, oh, fuck. I put it all the the miserable billionaire is when a guy like approaches a girl for a long time. Then finally she gives in and he goes, fuck, I put in all that work and what I got didn't fill me up with happiness yes and yes, he's yes. like now i gotta end this relationship that i created you almost described miserable miserable life period <laughs> somebody's like this will make me happy like the other guy if yeah. i get a haircut if i go to the all sure. of it nothing nothing is a thing nothing's gonna fill you up nothing's gonna and also they get it and they realize oh shit i just was obsessed with getting it i'll tell you this though what's gonna fill people up at that wedding is watching these two fuck on yeah, the dance floor i agree i i'll i'll say this what they should do <laughs> What she should do is you go to the wedding to have fun. Yeah. Um, it's fun first. Let him impress you. Just because he called some sort of dibs doesn't mean anything. All you know is there's a hot dude coming to the wedding that wants to get with you. Seven foot five rock hard man. Yeah, he's made his decision. You haven't made any decision. You say, yeah, I would, but let's see how he acts at the wedding. Absolutely. It's my I, brother's I, wedding. You, I'm here for my brother. Yeah, you. let's see how he acts. Let's see how he plays it because he might come up to you and be a fucking loser asshole. Yep. He might come up to you and, go, and not even try and dance with you. You want a guy that will run, like, and I'm saying hook up or don't. Do whatever you feel comfortable doing. Yeah. Say no and don't sit there going, well, it's our one night. He came across the car. No, 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 no. If having a cuddle fest after your brother's wedding is what you want, that's what this guy gets, okay? And if you want to go further than that, that's fine. You going further 
you having sex with them at the wedding doesn't work to your favor or against your favor, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like, I, I don't w- think it necessarily... They, they've known each other for a while. He's reached out before. She's interested and has yeah. been for a while. So that, cool. doesn't, that doesn't change anything. And I think with hookups, it's all... Like, everyone wants to believe that it's a contract that's already been written in stone before you got there. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's mini contracts that keep getting agreed to. So it's, hey, let's go out and dance. Okay, I agree to that contract. Hey, let's go eat the, the, you know, the chocolate fountain. I agree to that content. Let's go to the contract. Let's go to the outside. Let's have a shot outside. Let's drink some, uh, some of the after dinner wine. I agree to that contract. Let's make out outside around the corner where your parents can't see. Yep. I agree to that contract. Do you want to come back to my room? I have a hotel room. Oh, I agree to that contract. The, all those things are little mini things where you go, I like him along the way. Yes. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. It can be, hey, come back to my room. And you go, and he goes, well, I'm splitting a room with three other guys. Yeah. Can I come back to your room? And you go, no, nah, I'm not going to yeah. agree to that contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, too. Or when somebody stands up, clinks their glass and goes, hey, guys, uh, I don't know about anybody else here at this wedding. I think I speak for everyone. And I say, Does, do, doesn't everybody in here want to see these two people suck <laughs> on each other? You can say, no, I don't want to no, do, do that. I, I think also the wedding is the perfect time to see how someone is. A wedding offers so much interpersonal things that you can see how you match up with someone. Just like we talked about the last email. Your fucked up head with someone else's fucked up head. Mm -hmm. If you're at a wedding and you're one of those people that stands in the back and hangs out in the back, but then you're next to someone who's attractive who hangs in the back, you're like, oh, wow, we're the same fucked up. Yes. If you're at the wedding and and this guy goes, come on, let's dance, and you're like, oh, that felt great. That was so cool that he... And he's dancing with your grandmother, and you go, this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. A wedding is a perfect place to see how people act in the wild. It's a bubble reality. So you can see how he musters up. And maybe he comes to that wedding and he's not that great. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's just a statue. But you're going to see. And if you fuck him, that's fine. Whatever happens after that... I wouldn't, you might not even like them that much. You might fuck them and go, yeah, that was a fun night, but I don't really, I'm not into it. So why are you so far ahead? Yeah. Let's stay in wedding land. See how it works out. Get to the wedding. Be there for your brother. See what happens with this man. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. We got time. One more email. Nathan McIntosh. Positive Anger is the podcast. (laughs) At Nathan McIntosh on Instagram. One of my favorite guests. He brings it every time. And I want you to go follow. Am I the reason my ex is with his new girlfriend? Am I the reason my ex is with his new girlfriend? Dear J Train, thanks for being so awesome and saying the things many people are afraid to say. Listen to you like Er Day. I'm still trying to catch up on all the episodes. Thank you. Anyways, my roommate and I have had the exact same issue with our ex-boyfriends. It's actually an insane coincidence. We didn't even know each other when we when I was going through this with my ex, but this incident is super recent for my roommate. Um, we're both in serious relationship with these guys for more than three years. They're the typical nice guy that everyone likes, eye roll, and we always felt we could trust them and they could they wouldn't physically cheat. However, they both had a pretty cute lab partner that we both felt a little sketchy about. A lab partner? Yeah, what, what's going on here? They would study together outside of class and occasionally text, and my ex actually used to tutor this girl, and I never thought anything of it until I saw what she looked like, blonde with big tits and a bikini in a, vi- in a bikini in Vegas in a, type. In a lab? 
<laughs> Big tits in a lab with a bikini? This seems unbelievable. Is this a Disney movie we're yeah. getting an email from? Both our situations were slightly different, but basically we both called our exes out and asked them if something was up with these girls. Both responded with no, of course. We both still felt superstitious, but what else are we going to do, right? Yeah, I'm with you. We already seemed a little jealous crazy for saying anything in the first place. I don't think you're crazy. I, I think you're jealous, but I don't think you're crazy. So a year or so later in both of our relations, we break up with them for reasons unrelated to this. I would disagree. Yeah. <laughs> that, that I would also disagree based on the next sentence. Well, your insecurities in the relationship are brought out by big tit lab partner. Also, I'm sorry. If you're in a lab with just one other person and that person has big tits and is wearing a bikini, it's going to be pretty hard. It's weird to go to the lab in a bikini. Yeah. He, she that's writes, not that's OSHA violation. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of OSHA <laughs> shit going on. Unrelated to this, and uh, so break up with them for reasons unrelated to this, and both of them started dating the lab partners. <laughs> Is this just because these girls maybe showed some interest in the past and exes were reaching out to whoever they could think of to rebound? Is it because we made a big deal about them hanging out with them and gave and in turn gave them me what you uh, what, want, what you can't have type of thing? Or were we just right to be suspicious of our exes and these girls in the first place? We can't help but feel our, our reaction to these friendships could have something to do with them being together now. Like, maybe we've made these girls seem cooler than they actually are by being jealous of them. My ex and this girl are literally still dating almost three years later, and they started hooking up about two weeks after I broke off our five-year relationship, LOL. We would love to hear your opinion. We'd love a couple of celeb lookalikes just for fun. Here are our Instagram. This is really becoming a business for you, Shelby. Um, here's their Instagrams. Um, Nathan, what do you think about her email? I mean, uh, there's a... Uh, there's, uh, uh, I mean, she's not bad herself. She's cute. No, she's very cute. The, um, there's, there's a part there's of it that's one. like... There's one. Hold on. Let me get the other. Okay, yeah. Who did she look like, by the way, Shelby? Did we get anything there or no? Shelby, do we have anything on the first one? Okay, let me get the second one. It's very cute. Kind of. Uh, oh, the second one doesn't come up. Second one's private. Kind of Heather Graham. She is very Heather Graham-ish. Is this her? Or that one, yeah. Yeah, this is her. And this is the second one. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah, those, these are the two friends. Go to. Can we? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. Um. <laughs> Well, you know, if you're if you're in a lab, they're both killing it. They're both yeah, they're very both killing it. Both very good looking women. Good looking women. When you're yeah. in a lab, right? She looks like I know who you're gonna say. I have a feeling I I know. Um, you go first. Mun. I could see that. Olivia Mun. She also looks like Maggie Q. Remember her? Who's Maggie Q? She was in the uh, the Mission M. One of the Mission Impossibles, and then for some reason they didn't have her back. I mean, I see. I see what you're talking about. Hmm. I can. Mun's Whoa. probably the better one. Mun no, or I don't Q. know. Maggie Mun, Q. Uh, holy fuck! She has the fuller face of of Mun with the. I don't like to get into specifics. I, okay, <laughs> so I won't. I won't <laughs> challenge you. You're right. Okay, and the other girls, I, Heather Graham, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're very cute. Heather Graham, yes. Did, I mean, look, look. <laughs> let's just be yeah. serious, okay? You're a man. I'm a man. We're men. I'm a scientist. Man. Man. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a scientist, mm. okay? I'm, a, I'm in a lab. I got one partner. Yep. That partner has big tits. Big old And titties. is in a bikini, okay? A little bikini. After a while, you're going to want to put your beaker mm. in her Bunsen burner. I mean, sure. this is just how the world 
well, works. I, I have my coined phrase, the hookup alley-oop, okay? And the hookup alley-oop is when you flirt with, you act, you kind of be flirty with a girl. Well, you're in a relationship. Yes. And if a girl approaches you, you don't, you don't say no to it. You don't go, I have a girlfriend. You just be flirty enough so that when this relationship ends, yes. you alley-oop your relationship self, alley-oops you, the girl to hook up with as your single self. Also, when you're when you're a scientist, you're kind of only talking to other scientists. This is the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, science hangs with science. But this is exactly what my point is. Nathan brings up, without say, saying it, three men here. Men are way lazier than they're given credit for. And also, there's only so many scientists. But this is the thing. How many big-titted, hot, the, bikini scientists are you... First of all, guys, are there... Second, that you're working with. Guys want to... You want to believe that guys are out there, like, searching for the perfect chick. Not they're searching anything. for anyone that yeah. will eat at their soup kitchen. Barely doing and anything. And it's like, oh, you're cute. You make my penis tickle. I'll go with you now, too. So when, they, when she says, wow, it's so weird, I don't think them saying that these girls are threats are the reason they went to those girls. I'm saying you saying those girls are threats because the minute the relationship wasn't working out and you knew the only other girls that talk to them that are outside of your friend group that would be the easiest to hook up with without consequence are those girls. Yeah. So he did. It's all animalistic. It's all Darwinism. You do. Every guy is surviving to get his penis coming. Again, I got to bring back science. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, any any kind of job you're working at, you're probably going to end up, you know, you could easily end up with people that you work with all the time. But science is so specific. Yeah. You are working with a so big... So you share an interest. Yeah, but like yeah. a big one. You're, mm -hmm. it's, you're science. I just, think, I just think like guys or girls, whoever's talking to you and showing interest is the one you want to go with. Yes. Like this isn't... This is... Way more about proximity than Absolutely. it is romance or you guys no, you're right, pushing if, them away. If it was men hunting the world, we'd all go to Brazil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who the fuck is just going to keep going to the Starbucks at their corner? No, you're going to you, Rio tonight. Whoever's in this area that also gets these other things going for me. Yes. Like it, people want to make it way more personal than it is. And I understand why people do that. They say, well, you, they've chosen that girl over me. No, 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 no. They chose that girl next when you ended. That was, and they were, they, that girl was giving them attention, and it took zero work to go find them. I'd love to know the reason, because she said we broke up unrelated to this. I'm like, hey, how were the tests today? Oh, well, we figured out that my cum gets halfway into it. Oh, <laughs> never mind. What? What did you say? Yeah. And then, you know. Uh, Shelby. Uh-huh. Thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Go to ShelbyRoyston.com. Check out all his stuff. Nathan McIntosh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, man. I very much appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Go follow Nathan at Nathan McIntosh, at Nathan McIntosh. Go, go, go. Positive Anger is the podcast. I'm Jared Freed. I'm in London. Tell me where to go eat. I'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>